Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of Utopia to Me with me, your host, Chris Locke. Man, we got a good, uh, we got a doozy of a podcast today. So much fun. Um, JFL 42, Just for Laughs 42, the festival just passed through here in Toronto. Uh, so many fun shows happen, lots of friends, drinking all night, partying, having a great time. You know, um, also being funny, but yes, there was whiskey for sure. And uh, Comedy Bar was open till 4 a.m. So, geez, you know what I mean? Zonked. Zonked I am. But one of the treasures of the festival being here was, for me, I got to hang out uh, for an evening with Mike Lawrence, who's our guest today. Um, visiting stand-up from New York, but travels all around the States, all over, now Canada as well. And he's a very hilarious guy. You've probably seen him do stand-up uh, at the Just for Last Festival. Uh, he's been on Conan O'Brien, John Oliver's stand-up show on Comedy Central at midnight. He's got a hilarious album out called Sadamantium. Look for that on iTunes. So he's our guest today. So you guys got to really strap in and enjoy this. I hope that you are on some sort of exercise cycle today, um, trying to maximize... Uh, your sweat, you know, get so get your workout on, get just sweaty, get out all the toxins from all the parties you've been at lately, and uh, just sweat, get your breathing down, nice breathing pattern, and listen to me and Mike chat about his utopia, and you guys are going to love it. So this is episode eight, Mike Lawrence, Utopia to Me, and you guys are going to enjoy it. Work that sweat out and laugh. Uh, everyone, I'm hanging out here. With uh, the super hilarious, funny stand-up comedian Mike Lawrence. Hey. Yeah, say hey. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're lucky to have him here in Toronto this week for JFL 42. So, um, yeah, anything anything you want to say about that off the top? Oh, it's super fun. Um, yeah. It's been great. It's like people who actually know me have come to the shows, and, and that's fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, that with the mix of people who don't. <laughs> so getting getting to make people happy and also disappointing other people in the same <laughs> uh, rooms has, has been great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get super comic book freaks coming out too? Like that? Yeah, late, some. Late yeah, it, it's, it's funny because like those guys often, like anyone who's like a really big comic book fan often yeah. like – as as happy as they are to find other comic book fans, they're also very protective. They're like, he doesn't yeah. love it like I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. And to me, like, I mean, I love making, like, the hardcore nerds laugh. Yeah. But it, it, it does feel like more of an accomplishment when you make the non-hardcores laugh. Yeah, you bring them into your world. Yeah, you know, but... It's, but you've been getting really good at that over the last few years, right? Like, Yeah, it's a good mix. I mean, the movies definitely help. Yeah. Um, you know, and just finding where the humor is in, in a joke. Sometimes the joke is the obscurity of it, you know? I, yeah. I, I like to believe that, like, part of, like, the the reason that my nerd stuff works uh, some of the time. I bomb, uh, but yeah. sometimes is that like there's a shame to it, you know? Because yeah. now there's this whole movement of it's cool to be a nerd and yeah. it's you know Big Bang Theory and all that. It's awesome being a nerd, which just exists to make money off people. In my opinion, Big Bang Theory doesn't prove that it's awesome to be a nerd. 
<laughs> oh yeah, but people love it, and it's they this do, glamorized yeah. version of. So of then, what like, they are. people that don't get it just can laugh at your obsession, anyways, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like the, the comic book guy on The Simpsons is still such a funny character. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he's the best. Why don't you yeah. talk about your score you got today in Toronto? Give a shout out to uh, BMV. Oh yeah, BMV is the the best. Um, yeah. That is that's that's where you should go to get comic books. No, nowhere else, everywhere else is really expensive, especially if you're used to American prices because yeah. they have the jacked up Canadian prices, which we always look at and laugh. And then now I'm here and I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, welcome. I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone. I just stepped out my glasses. <laughs> no, there is time now. Um, yeah. No, BMV. Yeah, everything was like mega discounted, and it was like a lot of out of print stuff. So it was like really fun i got uh the first trade of mark wade's impulse i got a contest of champions hardcore cover for seven bucks i got uh carlos pacheco's fantastic four for four dollars and then roger fantastic four dollars yeah exactly uh roger stern and mike mignola's uh doctor strange doctor doom uh one shot which i've heard about for years and it's awesome to actually finally be reading it wicked well congrats on the score but i also have to say because i'm a guy that doesn't know comics that much if you were saying that on stage i'd be one of the guys laughing at the oh yeah non-understanding part yeah <laughs> you're like yeah I Mike this this. yeah yeah, yeah. Most, yeah. Most i know him though he's hellboy right yeah yeah, yeah. i love hellboy yeah. oh yeah no you would love this this is yeah. like this is before he did hellboy but it's, oh yeah it's dr strange and dr doom in hell does he draw he draws and everything yeah like, he draws yeah, yeah. it yeah it's great i love his drawing yeah. yeah yeah it's awesome see i'm weird i like I was a big comic book fan as a kid, and then I tried to be cool for years, for two decades maybe. (laughs) And now that it's like what you're saying, like cool to like let your freak flag fly. Yeah. Now I'm like, "Eh, I'll pick up a Hellboy comic. Yeah, and well, the thing now is that it's like everything is so splintered that like we're all nerds of something, whether it's you know sports or. Um, politics, like we all have some kind of obsession and it's easy to have that because there's so many ways to access it with the internet and everything. Yeah. You know. So being as that said, if you had your perfect utopian world, comics would be a huge factor. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think in my, in my perfect utopian world, um, there would be towers that would be set up all all through the world that would be emanating um, signals of self awareness. <laughs> I would I, my utopia would be a completely self aware world where, yeah. where people realize the pieces of shit that they are and the horrible things that they're doing. And uh, I think the world would be a better place. And therefore, they would be super relaxed, right? Yeah, yeah, they would, thing, it would right? be rough those first few years. There'd be a lot of suicides. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys with barbed wire tattoos looking in the mirror and going, what am I? <laughs> and then killing themselves. So we would take this world and slowly transform it into the self-awareness towers world. Yeah. And we would weed out the people that couldn't hack it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I like that. All the all the people who couldn't handle realizing what they are. <laughs> like the guy with the tribal tattoo that covers his whole face. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That 
I have or to the, the woman who puts a book bag up in the overhead compartment and makes yeah. it so that you have to check your suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate She'd that. realize that she's inconveniencing other people or people on the escalator who take up two lanes of traffic when yeah. they could easily be on one side. Um, yeah, I was. I, I never take the subway here in rush hour because I don't wake up that early. Yeah. But I did one time recently for an audition, and I haven't been there in so long, and so we're all crammed in the subway, and two beautiful-looking business, to like not they didn't even know each other, they were both using a seat for themselves and a seat for their purse. Oh, yeah. And, like, the thing is rammed. And I'm like, guys, you're beautiful, but yeah, be nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, my utopia would have a woman slowly applying makeup in public in front of everyone, <laughs> then just standing up and saying, the ugliness is inside, <laughs> and I can't cover that up. <laughs> and then just walking into the tracks, <laughs> into the tracks. Of yeah, yeah, somewhere. yeah, yeah. Oh and then God. so there would there would be this massive calling at the beginning, but yeah. it would it would give way to um, an amazing world. That's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people uh, perversely would enjoy the weeding out process. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then there would be tales about it. It would be long lots of the funerals future. and stuff, you know, like. Uh, but w- just a kid, a kid like like, well, I really miss my dad, and the mom would be like, no, but it, it was it was his fault for liking Bon Jovi for that long, you know. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you the legend of your dad. Because yeah, I realize like that's that's why like rock and roll, you know, people often say like rock and roll is dead. Yeah, and it isn't, but it, it should be um, in some ways because. Yeah. Of it is the music of no self awareness. Like it's oh, hard. Because really? like, look at look at like this whole thing with U two right now. That was they, terrible. They basically raped our iPhone. Yeah, that was crazy. But the reason why we hated that is because they have no self awareness. It's just they look sad. They thought everybody would think it's a treasure. Yeah, that's crazy. That it was a gift. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it on. I never like. Our iPhones were raped. Yeah. Like, they were shut off. Yeah, but we turned the them back on. I told yeah. them I had a home invasion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. she's like, no, 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 the phone wanted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so funny. So what kind of music would you have in your utopian world then? Um, It would, it would, uh, and it would be tough because it would, it would have to be stuff like the first two Weezer albums, but... No one would be able to say, I only listened to uh, Weezer's first two albums because that lacks a self-awareness and you kind of sound like a douchebag. Right. I mean, eventually everyone would end up... Maybe the other ones weren't even made at this, like, we just erased that. Yeah, everyone would end up dying in in some some bloody uh, suicide-based fashion because... We'd all... Everyone in general or just the Weezer guys? I think everyone in general, after a while, <laughs> the crippling self-awareness yeah. of the self-awareness towers. Well, that's sort of what it's like now. Yeah. Right? It's just a slower process. Yeah, but people people are able to turn it off. Yeah. If we, we hide behind so much shit now. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much of it that it's all meaningless. Because we're being indulged by these comic book movies and stuff, like you're saying. Yeah. Then we don't feel as... As uh, 
we feel comfortable like so much easier now yeah it's like oh you're a weirdo check it out just go hide in this weirdo barn for two hours which is like the movie theater yeah and you're fine yeah, yeah the thing is like I it's think like a power up like self-awareness can be really great sometimes like yeah like some of the sensitivity that people say like that the world is like becoming crippled by in some ways is a good thing like the idea that like you know there's comics who like if I want to call someone a retard or a midget, I should be able to. That's my right. Yeah. But having the self-awareness to realize that, like, it is pissing somebody off. And, mm. like, that's not the only reason we should have got it into comedy is okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird when they are – the justifying uh, is selfish. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't – I don't think that that, like – is the cause that comedians should rally behind. So I just pictured a comedian having a, this killer bit about a guy who's acting retarded. Yeah. Being like, what have I done? And then jumping off a building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he splats in front of all these retarded people. Yeah, he's people. just jumping off <laughs> a building as he's screaming, what's the deal with pussy farts? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean when I say retarded? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't last long. You know, yeah. I'd be like, why do I still see these comic book movies? I should just be mature. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually did a set, and I'm not like this at all. But I did a drunken set the other night at midnight, and oh yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and I made a joke about I'm an old comedy's so gay. Yeah. I said it like that in a sarcastic tone, like yeah, yeah, yeah. in an ironic tone and all that. But I still woke up the next day regretting to the max. Oh, yeah. There have been I those fucking, moments. Yeah. I hate that. And I'm like, no, even if it's ironic and I'm parroting that idea. I was wondering. I shouldn't over. have to do that anyways. Who cares? You know what I mean? I was doing the, for JFL 42, I was doing the Sunday night show at 11 at yeah. at Comedy Bar. And because they were nice, I will say it was half empty and not half full. Wait, I was there last night, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they were really fun and they yeah. were weird and stuff. Not not the midnight show. Oh, not the midnight one. No, okay, my yeah. solo show. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they were super into stuff and it was really cool. And um, But I flew too close to the sun. Yeah. You know, like, I was doing this bit, and it was doing great, and I have this tag that is not good, but I find so fun because of how dumb it is. Yeah. And I'm I, I'm talking about, like, um, you know, like, and then the machines will take over, and then I just, it's this joke about, like, vibrators or whatever, and I had this line where I was like, and then she just puts in her Decepticunt. And <laughs> I thought funny. the crowd was going to be into it just because of how weird they were being. And yeah, shit. yeah. Nothing. Nothing. And I was like, yeah. and I, I stopped and I was like, guys, that was my fault. <laughs> that was yeah. my fault for trusting you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Decepticunt. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird sometimes when, like, you're, you feel like you're in the groove, you're in the zone, you're being 100% yourself. And then there's that beat you hit where you're like, oh, yeah, um, not everyone knows me. So they're still judging everything I say. Yeah. Like, it's weird. You're like, oh, God, come on, guys. Just relax and come completely into my world or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, those guys will die. Yeah. In your <laughs> utopian world. Yeah. Slaughterhouse. Yeah. <laughs> what else would you... Uh... Yeah, but it would be a great world in some ways. Yeah. Like, the comedy would be um, better yeah. in, 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 in some ways. So there'd be no heckling. 
Because people would realize that they're not contributing to the show and they're just ruining it. They so would probably laugh harder because they're being self-aware makes you relax. Yeah. About certain things. Yeah, but then they might be afraid of their laughs. So <laughs> I'm realizing there are problems in this utopia, but I don't think... There always you, is. That's utopias the, are meant to last. Exactly. It's a paradox. Yeah. Or a conundrum or whatever. Utopes. Yeah. Because yeah. once it's peaceful, you know... But that's why I like asking certain individuals because... Yeah, we always usually hit this kind of conundrum, but also a, I just like thinking, like, I just like you being able to imagine what you're perfect. Like, for example, my friend Tom said he lives in the jungle, but it's not humid. Like, you can do anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't have that humid jungle heat. You just have the nice, lush vegetation. Yeah. So you can get super abstract. Not like the... Uh, the self-awareness towers that shoot the beams out at everybody is not abstract enough, but yeah. But don't worry about the conundrum. Let's go to the full tilt. Let's yeah. kill them all. Let you sort them out. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it's funny because I think Canada is closer to utopia than America is. Yeah. But, like, the craziness and chaos of America seems so much more exciting to me. In a way, you guys still are more free than us because we're really like we have a super conservative prime minister that's doing super weird conservative business moves right now, uh, you know, with like China and like, you know, all this stuff. And, uh, you know, yeah, America seems like that's where the land of conspiracy theories are born from. Yeah. But every time I go... I like how everyone feels completely comfortable to say their opinion. Yeah. You know, they don't, they're not like all humble and shy or insecure for the most part. You know, if they are, they're, they're still projecting so much more outwards that it compensates for it. Yeah. It was, you know, it's funny. Like I read today that like in Florida, which is where I'm from specifically, like a woman just got three boobs. I saw that. I'm kind of proud of that. (laughs) There's something like, there's there's something beautiful about that to me. Beautiful? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and not just because I loved Total Recall as a kid. But yeah. Like, but that idea that, like... I think like, I saw her painted blue, right? Didn't she dress like the Total Recall girl, too? I don't know. Whatever it was, or, or wearing the blue costume? I don't know, but it's still cool to me. Oh, there's going to be guys that are freaking out to get with her. Oh, yeah. Like Quato freaks. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. But just that fact that, like... It's not something you should do. It, yeah. it, it's it's highly dangerous. Yeah. Highly illogical. But awesome. She has three boobs now. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, we gotta yeah, we gotta follow that story for sure. And I just imagine Canada would be like, Oh, you know, well I mean I think two boobs is nice enough and we'll just keep those the way they are on yeah. my wife, uh, you know, uh, Elizabeth. Uh, she'll <laughs> So just have those, and uh, but we're like, put another one on. Yeah. No, in Maybe. Canada, the wife would be like, I'm sorry, honey, about having the idea of having another boob. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't even get that far. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's been really interesting doing crowd work here. Yeah. Because people are fun? so polite. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I go to, the, everywhere I've toured in the States so far, the crowds are polite and they're ready to laugh for the most part yeah there's some... I, I guess i haven't done some really weird clubs there though i've mostly done like the cool shows when i go to a city yeah you know what i mean you haven't done the the clubs in new york have you i know yeah 
I haven't done like the Times Square. Oh, that's of... that's its own beast, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I want to, but I obviously know I have to. You've been spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we got some weird clubs. I do. I got some jokes I, that I probably pull out in clubs here in some of these towns that I don't want. Do but the clubs either. here, like the 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 clubbiest club here, is it all tourists and international folk, or is it local? Can it? It's it not Canadian? like. It is, but it's not like Times Square. Yeah, I just, see, I just know thing. that for a fact. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing with Times Square. It's the yeah. world. And yeah. It's like you're performing for an audience that was duped and lied to most of the time. Yeah. Like, you basically you know, have to physically York, imitate but... having the worst farts yeah. and the laugh, right? Yeah, like you have ways. to crouch, hold your stomach and be like... Oh, it can be rough, yeah. yeah. I've had great sets, but I've had brutal sets because... yeah. They've already been deceived, especially if you go last and they realize the lie that, wait, wait Jim Carrey's not coming. Right. It, wait, they just said the final comic and it's not Adam Sandler. Right, right. You know? Yeah, they advertise it as like these guys play uh, here. Yeah. And it was like the 90s, the last time they were there. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's, yeah. I would love to do the seller so bad, obviously, but it's a huge, like, wait, eh? Like, you need a million TV credits and stuff. I don't know. I mean, it's smaller than that. You get wrecked and stuff. I mean, I haven't really worked it much, but yeah. it's it's very yeah. It, it could be, it could be impenetrable. It, it, it could be tough, and it could be easy. It depends on the person and their path in life. And yeah, the show we did um, five years ago was cool. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was like Union Hall or something. Union yeah. Hall. That was cool. Carolyn is nice. Yeah, she uh, is booking. I think is it Max Silvestri's show now? Big terrific. Yeah, yeah. I did that one in April. That was wicked. That yeah. was like rock star city. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. See, uh, I am spoiled. So when I go to New York, I get to kind of do stuff like that. Yeah, for New York audiences. Locals. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, that's in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's weird about them having you in this hotel here. You're kind of in a super mini Times Square of Toronto, and then the cooler shows are in a more brooklyn style neighborhood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love this area, though, in a way, just yeah. because I get to experience, like, you know, some of it is, like, you know, the culture that I'm used to, but then some of it is, like, stores that we don't have, and, and that's fun. Yeah. Aesthetically, in your utopian world, would you want it to be big city or, v- like, a village? Or you can it could be whatever you want. What would you... What would make you relax and comfortable where you would live? Um, I think a medium-sized city. Yeah, you know something that's not too big, something something where stuff is open all the time and there's really good public transportation, but it's not crowded. And is it like which is utopian? I don't think that exists. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Is it like less corporate and more independent places too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing now, you know, like, with, with like, the downtown areas, because, like, this area that we're, we're in right now, you know, yeah. there's, like, a Five Guys and a Panera and a Chipotle. And every yeah. downtown area has that. And what it's done is that it used to be you can get a lunch for, like, $5, like, a fast food place. And then if you wanted to do a little better, you go to, like, a mom-and-pop place. Yeah. And it'd be, like, an 8 or $9 lunch. Yeah. And now 
the new fast food places like Panera, you know, which are called fast casual because they're a little more sophisticated, are like the $10 lunch. Yeah. They're the same price as the mom and pops. Or in Canada, $12. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, if you guys are listening, we're in Toronto by Young and Dundas. So we are right in the heart of it by the Eaton Center and all that stuff. Yeah. Just so you can get an image of, yeah. But it wasn't, you know what, though? Like, because, like, being in the Eaton Center and all that, it, yeah. It was busy, but it wasn't like it wasn't like crowded in the way that like people weren't pushing and stuff. Toronto still has space. It's gotten crazier in the last decade for sure. But no one like, yelled at me in your Chinatown, and that's an what? amazing. No one yelled at you. No. Yeah. No. Nah, it was like really. Mellow. Yeah. In that's Chinatown. Manhattan versus Toronto to me is like even spending like a week in Manhattan. When I come to Toronto, I feel like I can take my pants off and walk around, and it's fine. Yeah. It's almost like a living room compared to Manhattan. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a living room where you got all your DVDs on the shelf. It's relaxing. Yeah. You can reach over and grab a Five Guys burger or whatever. But it's not as intense. Yeah, it was like I went to the CN Tower yesterday with my wife, and it was like... Is she here? She left. Oh, okay. Cool. Just, just, just Toronto, not me. Yeah, <laughs> that, nah, it's Monday now. Yeah. She had to, she had to work. But um, she saw the CN Tower and was like, "I'm out of here. I'm done." No. <laughs> yeah. But even that, like, there were gimmicky aspects to it, but there were authentic aspects to it too. Yeah. And they didn't push the gimmicky stuff so much. What's the gimmicky stuff? I haven't been there in forever. You know, like the, having your picture taken, and you know, like the the edge walk thing, or. I mean, even, like, because we, we went to the restaurant, and even that is gimmicky in its own way. Oh, yeah. There's something genuinely, like, cool about it, too. Yeah. Like, it is worth it, I thought. Yeah. I got to go back. It's one of those things where, like, when you live in the city, you never check out the touristy stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I never asked this question to anyone yet, but you're my seventh. No, you're my eighth episode. Uh, what about animals? Actually, maybe me. I mean, I maybe I talked about animals with someone else before, but really, what about animals? Well, well the self-awareness they... beams would be great for the animals because <laughs> yeah. they would never have to wear sweaters when it's not cold, and they wouldn't. Be oh, like they would up. just attack the owner when they try to make them look stupid. No, the owner would realize how fucking dumb it is. Oh, right, that's the yeah. owner. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, of the beams. Um, and then, therefore, the animals would be happy. Yeah. <laughs> would we have zoos? Um, yeah, yeah, we would have zoos, yeah. but, um, but people would also like realize that, uh, the, the, the animals would be treated better there. There'd, there'd be less photography yeah. at the zoos and, and less, there would, ne- there would never be any flash photography. That's what really bugs them, eh? Yeah. They would realize yeah. that, oh, these, these are just creatures and we should enjoy them in their natural environment and there'd be yeah. less zoos probably and no sea yeah. world <laughs> yeah no sea world would there be more space in the zoos for the animals i think i think so yeah yeah um there, sometimes there's... when you go to the zoo and you see an animal in a small space you're kind of like okay this kind of animal though doesn't know it's in a small space you know there are some that can just hang out i think we believe that i mean oh knows? yeah maybe yeah i think i think i think like you know especially you know, whales and dolphins who are really smart. Yeah. You know, like they, I think they know they're not in the ocean. But even like, um, you know, the fish, because I know they're mammals. Uh, that's my the self awareness beams in my mind. Uh, <laughs> but even like like the fish, like the sharks and even the guppies and stuff, 
Like, I had to feel there's probably some part of them that's aware. Like, I don't, I I, I mean, who knows, but I couldn't imagine, like, any type of creature, whether they're in, like, a fish tank or the ocean, thinking that that's the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that Blackfish documentary when they're like, oh, uh, their fins just do that. That's how they rest. It's like, but then we realize they're sad fins. That is the most amazing. Yeah. Those fins, like, that's, I, that's feel, killer. I feel like bitter comics should have to wear those fins. Like, anyone <laughs> anyone who hates their job, yeah, anyone who keeps saying they're going to leave their town but doesn't should have to wear those fins. Oh, man, I'm getting close to that. Nah. <laughs> My fin is in And you're the balding, so it would be like it would yeah. be like a dual purpose. It would let people know where you are and it would also, you know, give you some headgear. I'd have way more jokes. Yeah. I'd be like, I know what you're thinking. I'm this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bent fin. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 the bent fin is like such an amazing visual because I, you can't deny you can deny anything else in that um you know, documentary. If you're trying to, yeah. you shouldn't, but you could. But it's that it's like undeniable evidence of their, you know, the cruelty that they. It was crazy. Um, if I lived in America, like we were saying before, I would be in New York or LA, no sweat, because it's easy. Because I would be American. Yeah, it's hard to get there as a Canadian with all the immigration and everything. But Americans that don't like that are pursue stand up hard and they become like the best in their town or whatever and don't go to new york or la why do you think that is that's insane to me well it's like going to you know because some people in the fishbowl get to be the biggest baddest person there and then they're afraid of the ocean yeah you know at least they're they at least don't know they'll be alive every day but if you put them in the ocean against everything they, they might not be what um, a great analogy yeah i really just pictured Sharks just eating a ton of shitty fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You feel yeah. really good about themselves. Like a shark that has, like, the mustache of Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think, you know, I mean, there are different reasons. Uh, one is family, and that makes sense. Yeah. That's the toughest one to debate. Yeah. You know, that that is really, if you have any type of roots like that, if you're taking care of somebody. You don't you miss Florida. Not at all. My wife and I went to Naples for a few days. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude! I would have never. I would have. I would have never been on TV. I would have. You know, we're in Toronto, and I'm talking to a Canadian comic. Uh, I I don't remember that many Canadian comics visiting the the clubs in you know Florida, but. But everyone around the world visits the clubs in New York. Yeah. You know, and I get to make connections in all the places I go to and yeah. be known more than I would there. Um, but I, I get why people, yeah, it's a, fr- you know what it is too? If you, if after years of being successful in a small town, if you travel elsewhere and you fail, where else do you go from there? Yeah. Do you it's go true. back? And or if you, you still want to be a comedian, you're yeah. still going to, I guess. But you yeah. just always know you weren't good enough, and that's probably got to be really crippling for some people. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. 
And then you kind of almost can't be the big fish when you go back because you stopped in a weird way. Yeah, but they might. That people will, might embrace that too, though. Like, don't worry. Like Yo. literally embrace them, like their yeah. family. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be like, it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You've always got a place here. <laughs> yeah. What about? Um, okay, let's get back to the utopia because I'm getting sad now. Yeah, um, that'll happen sometimes when you talk to me. And <laughs> I'm I'm sorry about that. No, no man, I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, food. What kind of food would rule in your utopian world? That is a moderate city. That has sensory beams emanating from towers. That has animals not wearing sweaters. Yeah. We've got a good place going here so far. See, what that's kind of the tough. The food, the food is tough because, you know, it's like yeah. people would realize that they're eating unhealthy stuff. Right. You know, but they'd also realize how expensive the pricey stuff is. But, see, you know, this actually would be good because the self-awareness beams would make um, – They'd make uh, the, the manufacturers and, and and all of that realize that the horrible chemicals they were putting in their food, and, and, and you know some of those guys would kill themselves. <laughs> and then, um, what, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I was sexist. Some of the, the men and women who work at those right. places would kill themselves. Yeah, both um, sexes yeah, are yeah, killing yeah. themselves in this world. And Don't then, worry. Then, yeah, there's blood on all types of hands. <laughs> um, and and then um, like places like Whole Foods. And, and and stuff uh would um would realize that it's it's awful the the prices that they charge you know because with self awareness you would you would figure out that that organic um products that don't need any extra chemicals or anything um should should it be cheaper because you're literally just taking something out of the ground. Yeah. You're not putting it through any process. And they would be cheaper. And, and I think the world would be healthier. So what part of self-awareness makes you feel like you shouldn't make extra bucks, like dupe customers, basically? What do you think? Well, that? you'd realize you're a piece of shit. I think, yeah. you know, self-awareness leads to guilt and culpability. So you'd be guilty. You'd feel guilty about being a greedy piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is awful to me that I can buy a, a cheeseburger at McDonald's for a dollar, but if I want like an organic like you know, farm raised beef or whatever, or, you know, yeah. it's so much more it's money. Insane. That's shitty. Guess how much I just paid for an apple actually before I came here? Three dollars. One twenty five. Okay. But that is probably reasonable considering Canada's inflation. Yeah. But yeah. 125. I didn't get that. I was like, is this organic? Like, I didn't even see a sign that it was organic or anything. Yeah. I usually buy them in a bunch, right? Like, you put them in a bag and buy a few. But I was just grabbing this one on the go. But I don't remember them being that expensive. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, nothing will be a dollar within 10 years. What? That, there won't be one thing that's a dollar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything will be more than a dollar. What would the dollar store be called? $10 store. <laughs> oh, in the self in the self awareness utopia, yeah. Let's say that it's called cheap shit. <laughs> cheap shit that often breaks. Cheap shit dot, and, dot, and dot. expired food. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd have to. The guy'd be like, "Oh, you know, I can't. You know, I have to be honest with what this is." Yeah, that's good. Yeah, cool, man. So, how many people do you think will be left in this world after we've weeded out all the dickheads, male and female? Um. There'll be, well, it'll be good because, like, 
I'd say there'd be about like a billion. Uh, there'd be a lot less. There'd be a lot less um, kids. People would still have children, but only if they could afford to. So that'd be great. Um, yeah. Would we have crazy diseases like the yeah. Ebola that's coming? But, to but get see, us? like that's the thing too. Um, a lot of homelessness uh, would would be eradicated. Yeah. People people would realize like after the second drink, like they were going too far, and you know they should only drink enough to enjoy themselves. But that's, wow, that's yeah. heavy. Yeah. And then maybe other people would realize. It's okay to help another person out to the point where they can come into your house yeah. and take it easy. Yeah, and beer manufacturers would stop putting, like, hot women in the commercials, and, and, and they, they'd yeah. realize that it's kind of evil to make, you know, yeah, those things that ruin people's heads. lives. Yeah, I never actually thought about that in real life. The entire tobacco industry would be destroyed. It'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, they'd be like, and, what and, are we doing? And weed would, 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 would be uh, somewhat non-existent because... People would realize that it's actually lame when they talk about how cool it is to get high. <laughs> yeah. I Something uh, I haven't thought about. Oh, yeah. Here's one thing, actually. Just this, I had two thoughts. Cigarettes, the big trick is there is, like, I quit, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. But the thing that really flipped my brain out was you think, yeah, but I like having to smoke to, like, relax, though. That's mm-hmm. your one last thing that's like, yeah, but I need to smoke to relax. But it re- was really just drug addiction. What's making you relax is the nicotine feeding your screaming oh, nicotine yeah. addiction. That's it. So you're not actually relaxing. You're just calming down this drug addiction. Yeah. But people, like, but, yeah, like, cigarette companies advertise that as, like, ah, just relax, have a smoke, man. Be cool. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> That's my own uh, revelation. But another thing I wanted to say was, in real life, I didn't even think about this, but how come we don't just take homeless people into our space and be like, even put a fucking, like, futon mattress down on the ground and be like, just stay here, man? Well, because we think that, you know, it's odd that we think they deserve it. Like, they made some bad choice and it's their fault. And And they'll steal all our shit and break it. Like shit in our. Sink. I mean, and there's a there's a cruelty to that. There's, yeah, there's a truth to it sometimes too. Yeah, right. Because if they are drug addicts, then maybe. That's the thing. Like, have you ever, have you ever helped a homeless person, and they made you feel shitty about it afterwards? Yeah, that's the worst. It's like that cl- cliche. I, I've done that cliche when I was younger, where I gave them food instead of money, and they're like, "I don't fucking want food." Yeah. <laughs> And then you just feel awful. Yeah. And you just carry that to the next five homeless people you see. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. away from me. I know what you're on to. Yeah, it's like, it would sucks. you like the rest of these nachos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, and I'm not, you know, I, I'm not elitist. Like, I've been poor. Like, I look at homeless people. Like, there were times where I didn't have a lot of money left. And, and I and I think to myself, like, I don't know how far away I am from this. Like, yeah. I notice, like, maybe just the areas that I've been in in Toronto, I haven't seen a lot of homeless people. Uh, Yeah, we don't have, like, I, yeah, there are areas. But it's, I don't think we do have, like, a huge hang zone, yeah. so to speak. Like, you know, when you go to downtown L.A., there's, like, yeah. almost Skid a Row. neighborhood of homeless. Yeah, there's yeah. Skid Row, yeah. Yeah, like, we don't have it that crazy, but, um, yeah, you'll see it for sure. I haven't seen it much, though. It's not like New York, no, not I've at all. I've walked around a bit, and, yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of shelters here. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I also don't know where some of them are myself. Yeah, my utopia <laughs> would have a lot of shelters and, yeah. and stuff. And they'd be cool, right? What would yeah. be inside the homeless shelters? Um, I mean, not much. You know, it would. Yeah. It would be just enough uh, for you to to take care of yourself, but not enough so that you you still want to. You know, are you a religious man? No, not at all. So there'd be no religion. That'd be nice. That'd be relaxing. Oh yeah, people would realize that they're gonna die. But a soon. lot of shelters do weirdly use religion as a way to save yeah. them. So what I was thinking was instead of having the Bible handy and you could have like all these vintage comic books around and people could like homeless guys could be saved by like Spider Man. Yeah. And become better people and stuff. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. You could have like the teachings of Spider Man. Yeah, there'd be all, all all religion um but would, would pretty much have to be destroyed well and and the positive with that would be the self awareness beams would destroy it right yeah well the, 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 the yeah the, the positive of that would be people would realize that they're going to die soon that there's no second chances and that they have to be good people now yeah and that it's its own reward yeah i always think that like um religion would go away earlier in people's lives if one of the first things they taught um, in school or to children was to love within themselves uh, the good and the bad and accept it. And then they'd be well-adjusted and they'd be like, well, okay. It's just religion just has a shitty batting average. And for every good thing that it's done, it's done way too many terrible things. Like, you know, the art's pretty great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, Vintage Bibles like look the cool. best art, you know, and the, the, true. the architecture and all that. Churches always look amazing. That IO9 blog or whatever it is. Uh, I don't, I don't know what that IO9. Is. It's like I thought you would like it because they, their whole thing is like their superhero movies and sci-fi movies coming up and stuff. But they also do like, um, like you've probably read an article on it without even notice noticing the website. But they do like a lot of stuff uh, on interest stuff like science and stuff. And I actually totally, completely just forgot what we were talking about. What was it? Religion and, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they always, like, I saw one recently where they did show, like, super vintage Bible illustrations that were bonkers. Like, they look like vintage comic books. Like, oh, yeah. Because they have, like, these weird goat people and, like, just, like, weird stuff happening. Like, knights with swords and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Shit, now I think I'm becoming religious. Yeah. <laughs> they got <No>. me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, religion's abolished. That's cool. How are you feeling about this world? Are you still having fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to build it some more? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm getting self-aware now. <laughs> yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's good, man. Like, I don't want to do too much. No, everyone gets like that. That's what I like about it because... You start realizing when you're building your own utopian world, the, what, how it's already going to fall apart. Well, that there's the yeah, there's the the conflict within itself, but then also what you're doing is your your ideas are coming from you. They're not coming from anywhere else. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like psychological in that aspect. But I think what how you are coming across right now, you are fine. You're coming across as a very realistic rational humanistic person. i try <laughs> yeah <laughs> not always <laughs> but your stand-ups like that too which is good yeah you know so it's good vibes hmm okay so what do we got we got zoos but they treat the animals better no flash photography 
we've got the towers with the beams shooting into your heads of self-awareness. Um, we got douchebags killing themselves once they realize that uh, they were never honest with themselves since day one. Yeah. That's my little spin on it, but right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Oh, wait. Did you say music? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We just talked about that. What was it Remember again? the Weezer guys? Oh, yeah. Two like, Weezer yeah, albums yeah, yeah. rule. What are, I don't think we did food, though. You just said, like... The music would be cheaper, too. You just said, well, like, organic food would be cheaper. Like, yeah, we, we wouldn't yeah. be ripped off on good food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have, like, some comfort food just hanging out? Oh, yeah. Like, if you have you a burger... You don't need too much of it. Right. So if you had a burger, it would be, like, no Monsanto wheat grains. I mean, I say all this in a hotel that yeah. has been somewhat devoid of... Self awareness. You look and you'll see <laughs> multiple empty bags of things. Mini wheats uh, don't seem that bad. Uh, the, the, the maple sugar ones. Um, oh, I see. And it's empty, and I've only been. Is here that four just days. a Canadian thing? No. Uh, I think it might be, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, I uh, ate a rotisserie chicken in my bed two days ago. <laughs> that is a world without self awareness. Wait, two days ago, your wife was here. Then was she? Uh, it was Thursday. No, she oh, came okay. Friday. Yeah, so that was Ford, I guess. Yeah. When you on, on the road a lot, I had the rest of it last night though. When she left, that's pure Homer Simpson. And there's there, you can see the bones in that bowl. <laughs> there, there are. Were you lying down or sitting up? Oh, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was sitting up watching the pilot of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Wow, it's totally different, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, have you ever heard the rumor in Hollywood that Will Smith is probably is. But I thought that was funny because I was thinking about that the other day. And his first two huge singles were Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble and Parents Just Don't Understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, he's with <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. DJ Jizzy Jeff. <laughs> DJ, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. What did I want In ask? West Philadelphia, born and gay. Yeah. See? Yeah. Born and gay. There, I said it. I feel so much better. <laughs> Yeah. Like he relaxes after. Um, yeah, well, people think that about anyone who, like, gets into Scientology, people b- basically assume that, right? Yeah. Well, um, you'd, you'd actually feel better, like, if you if you went into, like, a Scientology center and it was just a bunch of guys fucking each other, <laughs> I mean, you'd feel so much better seeing that than if they were, like, genuinely reading and giving meaning to the works of L. Ron Hubbard. You're totally you know? right. Yeah, yeah there are like, lots of there are lots like us, of like convince like us convincing ourselves that they're hiding from being gay helps yeah. us relax. Well, the about there are the lots weirdness. of gay people I love and respect. Yeah, there's not many Scientologists. Yeah, you're right. That's so cool. That's such a good yeah. way of thinking about it. Um, when you travel on the road a lot, does your wife come to visit you a lot? Sometimes. Yeah, if we can I'll, afford it, and if it's a cool city. How long have you guys been married? Two weeks. Really? Yeah. Because I saw it on Facebook, but I thought it was a while ago for some reason. No. Maybe I guess I saw you guys were engaged a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. We literally just got married. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'm just over a year with my wife. That's and great. And she's uh, working on a TV show in Winnipeg right now. Have nice. you heard of that place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, the Weaker Thens are my favorite band. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. And yeah. from there, yeah. And Neil and Chris Young's Jericho. from there. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're a huge wrestling guy, eh? Yeah, yeah. See, I know way more about comics than wrestling. I don't know anything. That's okay. I just know that there was a brief time in the 80s where Hostess Potato Chips, which is like Frito-Lay, yeah. they had a thing where you could get like a sticker, a mini sticker of 
your favorite wrestler in the bottom of each chip bag. And then that's what got me addicted to chips because I just kept buying chip bags to get yeah, these yeah. stickers. And then I'd eaten like a million chip bags and I had like triplets of like Cocoa Beware and shit. King uh, Kong Bundy. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love King Kong Bundy though. He's yeah, really he was funny. the best. Is he yeah. dead? No, he's alive. It's George Animal Steel that's dead, right? No, he's alive too. Really? You're naming like the two wrestlers who are still alive. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, those guys were the best. Yeah. Okay, what did I want to ask? Oh, yeah, married. Oh, yeah, only two weeks. That's so awesome. What does she do, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, she's a producer. She works for, like, a production company. Oh, wicked. So it is not... Did she take Porter here? Do you know, Like, how'd she get here? Did she fly? Oh, she flew, yeah. Yeah, because that's pretty easy from New York, right? Yeah. Nice. And uh, if she was here... Would you eat the chicken in the bed? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> because I'd have that self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, because when my wife's away, um, it totally changes. Yeah, the, the the empty cans around and stuff. And yeah. A cup of noodles. And pizza box. Yeah. Well, there's no pizza box, but... Yeah, there's a there's a pizza box I, in my house. I bought this uh, today uh, at the at Seven Eleven. They had Lay's cinnamon bun flavored potato chips. Oh, God, yeah, that's a. Are they doing that in America or is it just here? It All the weird, weird flavors? flavors. Yeah, yeah, they are. Well, how to taste? Weird. <laughs> I was gonna get the big bag and then I was like, I'll get the little bag. I'm yeah, glad I got the little bag. For that's me, weird. chip flavors, uh, they need to be like still. Seems like it would be on a potato. Yeah. Like when you're getting into cinnamon bun now, you're yeah. like, what are you talking about? It's a little weird. Is it beside the potato? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little, yeah, it's a little bizarre. Yeah. Well, you think sweet potatoes sometimes have like a cinnamony taste to them, and those could be good, but the brown it's sugar. Stretch. You're just, you're going, you're justifying Lay's. You're working nah, hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they tasted like gross, eh? Eh, it's not good. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. So remember when the guy was like, Testing the different shitty sauces in the science laboratory. Yeah. I always think of that now when I see those like chip flavors. Yeah. Like just some weird businessman being like, weird, you did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like jalapeno mac and cheese. Why did you make this? I did it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I just squirted a little bit of zinc number three. Yeah. <laughs> it's like abstract. It's like tasting wine now. Oh, yeah. You're like, taste this medicine. What does it taste like? Jalapeno mac and cheese. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? They're not taking bits of jalapenos or mac and cheese to make it. Oh, no. It's totally like... I've heard like yeah, but like a lot of bacon-flavored stuff is vegan. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'll remember that when I try to be healthy one day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think... Uh, what do you think? Are you happy with your world so far? Yeah, I am. Anything else? Let's ra- let's summarize it again. We got this self-awareness towers, shooting yeah. the beams. Yeah. Uh, weeding out shitheads. Yeah. Uh, they're killing themselves in droves. Uh-huh. And the people that are well-adjusted enjoy it. <laughs> they enjoy watching yeah, yeah, it, maybe. Yeah. Um, I really like the idea of a guy with a, a tattoo all over his, the front of his face just, like, cutting his whole face off like a Hellraiser movie. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got homeless shelters that have spider like comic books in there instead of religion, and uh, what else? We got zoos that are nice to animals. Yeah, two Weezer albums to listen to all the time. We have a city that is not too crazy, kind of small, comfortable. But there's still- there's some pop music. Yeah, you know, but it it'd be great because like you'd still have like Motown and you'd, oh, you'd yeah. still have rap, but white women wouldn't dance to it anymore because they'd be self aware. 
and oh, realize th- it's not their culture. You think that's and, a thing for uh, real? Oh yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing to you when you see a yeah, white woman sometimes dance. Yeah, sometimes I, I do. Yeah, and is it I, how they dance or just yeah, dancing that's in some general? of it? Yeah, it's just you're weird. talking about like twerking. Yeah, even just everything Ellen does. Like, Ellen always dances to, like, old Motown songs that Let's I thought just were... Let's actually focus for a sec on this self-awareness beam specifically hitting Ellen. What oh, would yeah. happen? She'd kill herself. <laughs> I guess you haven't... There'd be a lot of dead TV personalities. You haven't been on Ellen yet, eh? No. Okay. And now I'm definitely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she's going to listen to this. Wait, so. wait, wait, wait. What do, you, what do you think about booking Mike Lawrence? He said I don't fit his utopia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never forget. <laughs> <laughs> An Ellen fit never forgets. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, yeah. Ellen would kill herself because she dances like uh, it's oh, too yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, it's uh, a proud black music. What else do we have? Organic is reasonably priced. Which is not that funny or interesting, just nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we I need that. want a nicer world, yeah. Yeah, it's a nicer world in general. Is there anything I'm missing? No or bringer yeah. shows. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, just let people taking advantage of each other less and, or, and realizing that it's not a good thing to do. Yeah, I think that's very nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up there. You've got two shows tonight, right? Yeah. Um, don't worry. This won't be. This will be going that's out a week cheap, later. Cheaper colleges. Oh yeah, cheaper colleges. Yeah. See now you're open. You got yeah. cracked open again. Yeah, and everyone, everyone, you know, has healthcare, and people realize that's like a basic right that we should all have. Yeah. Well, we yeah. Have to pay for. We do have that here. You know that, right? I know. Yeah. I know. But I, even I, I said that on stage. Yeah. JFL 42, the only festival where all the openers have healthcare and the headliners don't. Yeah. It's true. But even people are trying to like chip that away from us too. Now it's. We're always the the thing about Canada is we're always like ten years behind the states. So yeah, is what people say. So you never know. Uh, okay, that was a lot. Of, did you have fun? Yeah, it was great. Okay, cool. Thanks for doing it. Is there anything you want to say to anyone listening uh, if they check it out? If you're listening to this, you survived my utopia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you can find me at the Mike Lawrence on Twitter. Mike Lawrence on MikeLawrenceComedy.com, and my album, Sadamantium, is still on sale. Yeah, and I follow him on Twitter, too, and it's amazing. Thanks. Like, good stuff. If you're a comedian, too, he always says nice things about doing comedy that cheer you up when you've maybe done a bad show. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll say stuff that makes you maybe want to quit after you've done a bad show. Yeah. Which is might be Sometimes good for you, too. Sometimes the same post. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this is going out next week. Yeah. Is there any shows you want to promote anywhere else? They got any big shows coming up? Um, yeah, I will be at a Laughing Skull um, in October, I believe, uh, like the twenty third. That's in Atlanta. Through the yeah the twenty sixth, and and then the Honolulu Comedy Festival. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm oh excited. my god! Yeah, the twenty ninth of October to November second. Do you know who else is doing that yet? Uh, I. Don't. There's some people. That's going to be amazing, though. They're flying you to Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to find out about that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. Sounds amazing. Well, thanks so much again, Mike, for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. And uh, I'll promote this dearly. And uh, I'm really excited for your shows tonight. And have good ones. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Talk to you later. All right. And that was Mike Lawrence's Utopia. And uh, thanks again, Mike, for coming on. That was so much fun hanging out. 
And I hope your self-awareness beams come true and so we weed out some of those jerks. For those of you that enjoyed listening, please uh, follow Mike at the Mike Lawrence on Twitter. Um, he's got a ton of followers, and for good reason. His tweets are awesome, super funny. And he, check out his album again on iTunes, Sad Amantium. And also follow me at Chris Lock Fun on Twitter and follow the podcast at Utopia to Me. And a lot of pe- you people have, and you've we've been getting a lot of subscribers and a lot of, you know, um, listens. And I really appreciate it. So keep passing around online, telling people about it. Say, hey, you like hanging out sometimes, exercising on a on an exercise cycle, getting the sweat out, listening to a tired, funny dude, talk to other tired, funny dudes and ladies. Sometimes I have uh, dudes and ladies on that have a lot of energy. But really, this podcast is just a hang zone. So I really appreciate you guys listening and pass it around. And uh, we'll be back for more. And that was episode eight. You guys are lovely. Thank you very much. Thanks to Mike again. And have a good, enjoy the planet. You know what I mean? Just take advantage of the planet. It's a good one. Just go hit a tree. But like nicely, like pat it on the back. Like, man, you keep growing. You're crazy. Thanks. Thank you.